Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 26. Hey, listen, I hope you are having a, a fantastic day, no matter what time of day it is. And, and I hope that uh, these podcasts are serving you well. I really do. Um, I would love nothing more than if you could help get the word out. Um, I've been struggling through this idea of like, look, I'm not trying to self-promote. I'm not trying to be kind of this bigger thing. But I think it's really interesting to hear some of the feedback that I've received from a lot of you of just going, it's been really helpful in the morning or in the afternoon or when I'm on my run. Like it gives me something to think about. And so it got me thinking like, I I think that could be a helpful tool for other people. So would you do me a favor if you're listening to this episode and there's 25 other episodes, um, would you share one of them? Share one of them with your friends. Would you encourage somebody to be a part of this front porch confessional journey that we're all on this learning? and growing and going deeper with scripture um, so that we can really, what I think is really cool about this medium and and I think so much about technology is we live in a day where we get to share. We get to share um, this uh, about what God is doing here on our world, in our world, in our day to day, and so many different medium. There's so many different mediums in which you can do that in. So I think this is really cool. So anyway, would love to be more uh, for others to be a part of this. So If you want to do that, cool. If not, love that you're still listening. I love that we're still learning together. Um, In all my years of doing kind of this cross-cultural ministry, which has probably been focused for the last maybe 11, 12 years, uh, one of the overarching themes that I have gotten from the Western culture in particular um, about about trips, overseas trips, and, and specifically to India. That's where I've done most of my my time has been in India. Um, is that people, um, Westerners in particular, struggle so so deeply with being served? Uh, let me give you a story. So um, there was a, a church that had gone to to India and um, they had experienced everything that Harvest India could offer and it's always an exciting thing to hear people's feedback like what did you learn what what could we do we as an organization do better like what is it that your team experienced like all these different things and this church was just upset they were angry they they basically said like listen our, our team earned all raised all this money all this money. And, and do you know what was crazy is that that in, on almost every environment that we went into, they wouldn't allow us to serve them. In fact, they put us at the very front of the room, the very front table. They fed us first. They fed us first. And we just find that incredibly insulting. Like here we came all halfway around the earth world to serve them. And here they put us in the very front and they served us. And I had to calm my heart and I had to realize like, wow, I think this is a big shift for this person, this church, because they've been used to doing ministry in the context, which the Americans are going to come and show everybody else how great we are. Right. And, and we do it with good hearts. Like we want to help and we, we want to, we want to, sh- you know, care for people. Like it's, I don't think a lot of times it's out of ill intent or anything like that, but there's a real sneaky thing that happens in the midst of it is we start feeling really good about ourselves. And there's a part of that that can be good. And there's a really, really toxic thing. And what was happening was that toxicity was coming out. And it was a lot like this. No, 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 no. 
you don't serve us, we serve you. And what I was able to calmly talk to this church about was like this. The most beautiful thing that the Indian culture can give to you is that you would you would not only allow them to serve you, but you actually are blessing them by allowing them the opportunity to serve you. You know, in one of these homes we, we went to, um, the uh, Suresh, who's the president of Harvest India, came up to me and he like whispered in my ears. He goes, hey, I just... You don't have to tell the whole team this, but the whole pa- the pastor gave up his whole week's meal to to care for you and your team. Like, and he's so he's so thankful to do it. And that was really hard for me because like, no, 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 let me just give him some money. And Suresh is like, no, you don't want to steal his blessing. He wants to serve you. And so I was as I was thinking about this passage, I, I could not uh, help. But think about my Indian brothers and sisters and a lot of my brothers and sisters uh, out east who, who do such a good job with hospitality. And they put other people first before they put themselves. And the passage is this, Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man came to be, to, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as ransom for many. That passage for me conjures up this beautiful understanding of who God is. And then it also conjures up the way in which I've experienced service to me in a way that a lot of times can make me feel very uncomfortable. And that's saying a lot about me. So it got me thinking, and maybe the question for you as well is, think of somebody who you know, who who serves without needing any attention. They're like these faithful, faithful servants of God. And they just serve from the back and they don't want any attention. They just love doing it. They, they find, and everyone looks at these people and they go, wow. People say to them like, wow, you have the gift of service, right? They, they have such a good gift of service. Like it's not about them. They just love to serve. And what we like to do is we like to go, that's your gift, right? And then a lot of people would say, that's just not my gift. Like you have that gift. I just don't have that gift. And as I was thinking about that scenario today, I started uh, thinking like this. Um, That's pretty problematic. Like it's pretty problematic that we would be so myopic in the way that we view service. That we go, no, that's for some people. They're just gifted at that. They're going to do that. And hey, it's not my thing. So I'm, you know, I'm going to go do my thing. You go do your serve thing. And we're thankful. We're so thankful for people who are, who serve, but I just kind of struggle with that. And here's what I, here's what I came to understand is like, no, I think that's problematic because God, Emmanuel, which means God with us came to us. And he served us. He came, he came from heaven to earth and he served us. Augustine has this amazing quote and it, it helped me. It reminded me of this quote this week, this passage. And it says this, the one into whose hands the father have given all now takes his disciples feet 
into his hands and he washes them. Do you remember this scene where, where Jesus is washing his disciples' feet? And Augustine, is, as he's thinking about that, he's like mind blown. Like in the, this is the one in whose hands the father had given all. Like was there when there was, was a void, when it was black and they spoke all of creation into existence. And he now takes his creation's hands and his, in his, in his, or takes their feet in his hands and he humbles himself and he washes them. Mark is going for even the son of man came not to be served but to serve. That's what he came. He came to serve. That was his objective. And so none of us get to stand back and say, no, I'm sorry. That's not my thing. No, as believers in Jesus Christ, it has to be our thing. (laughs) Service has to be our thing. Think about how beautiful it is about how Jesus sacrificially serves people. Like if you read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just watch how he makes time for people, how he serves people. He serves people that nobody wants to serve. And he's looking to you and to I, and he's saying, who will you serve? Look how he served you. Look how he served me. Jesus laid down his life for us. And now he's calling us to do the same thing, to go live in the same way. And so how do we make this shift from serving to self-serving? How do we make this shift to actually putting other people as the highest priority? Like I was telling you, my, our, 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 my, um, uh, my Indian brothers and sisters have taught me so much about this that they literally put themselves second. I'm watching these pastors who are laying down their lives and desires and plans so that other people would come to know the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm watching it and it's so impacted me because it is completely selfless. But so much of us is it's self-serving. It's what I'm going to go do something, but what can I get in return? What is the return on investment for serving? And Jesus is like, let's talk about that because I'm setting an example for you. I laid down my life for you. I came to the creation and I washed your feet and I died on the cross. And that should mean something. So for you and I, there are two different things that are happening. There is in internal reality that is happening when we make a movement in this way. What if it was like this? If we made a movement of serving, truly serving, it would help us understand internally that life is not about us. It is not about my happiness. It is not about my joy. It is not about me. It's about others. Jesus is saying this in the first and greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the New Living Translation, it says, and it is equally important to love others as you love yourself. Equally important. 
loving God and loving others is why we exist. So internally, there has to be a narrative that is changed in us internally that we say this life is not about me. It is not about succeeding. It is not about getting something in return. It is truly about serving others in the way that I have been served, in the way that Jesus modeled this for me. And then externally, it's this, that we would be a gospel presentation in all we do. Internally, we understand what Jesus has done for this, and that's transforming our lives. And then we, it now moves us to be a gospel presentation in all we do, because we're constantly going to whom much is given, much is required, which is what Jesus is saying. So if, if he gave his life for us to much is given, much is required, now I need to go do the same. I need to bring that good news wherever I go. You see, Jesus set the ultimate bar as it relates to serving, didn't he? He says, the moment you are willing to give your life for someone else in everything you do is the moment you, be, is the moment you finally become a servant. The moment when you can go, I'm so glad that they're winning. That's a beautiful day. And that is the moment in which we are really becoming like Jesus. We're moving forward in our sanctification process, which is our process of becoming like Jesus to where he extended his arms on a cross and he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And then he died for you and I. And he now hands to us a proverbial baton and says, go do the same. Because when we serve, when we serve, we declare to the world that there is a savior. When we serve, we show the world there is a savior. So, what could you do today? What could we do today to serve rather than be served? And I wonder what that would look like just today. Think about it. Today. Just simply take today. And maybe you're on your way to work. What would it look like at work today to put the other people at your work before you put yourself? What would it look like at school? Maybe you're on your way to school. What would it look like to put other people before yourself what would it look like to put the person in front of you at the barista, maybe at Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee? What would it look like to put them first? Maybe today you go buy them a cup of coffee, you serve them. Maybe you, 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 you give an extra tip to somebody, you know, whatever that is. What does it look like to do that? What does it look like to not be so busy, not to be so hurried and to start serving people as Jesus has served us? So God, May you teach us to serve others the way you served us. May we come to know you through our obedience to you. May you teach us to serve others the way you served us. And may we come to know you through our obedience. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is closer to you than your own heart. Until next time. Cheers.